Osiris. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. All right, here we go. All right. Recording. I'm Philip, and this is Clemens. We are a band. Our band is called Milky Chance. We are based in Berlin. We are from Germany. We are on tour currently in the US and Canada for three months. It's the biggest tour we are playing so far. Uh, We are a band for 10 years, and uh, we do music because it's generally what we love. We like to share that. I thought I've been working on the moon Well, not every dream comes true Feels like my world is breaking down But what if you save me, save me now Call me back, no matter where you are Cause when I hear your voice, talk to me I fall in love with your frequency. All right. Thanks for tuning your frequency into the show on the road, my podcast where I get to talk to songwriters and artists from all around the world. I'm still Z Lupitan, and we get to talk to Milky Chance. Uh, they're a group from Germany that uh, I have been kind of obsessed with for a long time. I never dreamed that I would have been able to talk to these guys, but here we are. I got to dial into their tour bus and... I just came back from my own European tour. I'm a little half-crazed from what went on there. We had planes canceled in Germany, hotels canceled in England, but we made it through. And uh, these guys are on an epic run. Uh, I'm going to let them talk to you about it right now before we get going. Three months, and that's got to be definitely an epic challenge. Do you guys ever bring the kids along or have them come visit? How does that work? We normally don't go on tour for three months. This is like the second time in 10 years. We uh, normally, since we have kids go on, you know, not longer than two or three weeks. So yeah, this time we got to bring them. We have another bus. We're going to make make a little kindergarten since we have seven of them. Uh, wow. It's going to be fun. <laughs> it's been busy. <laughs> I mean, it's for, band, it's for band members. It's not only the two of us having seven children. <laughs> oh, okay, got it, got it. Just to yeah. mention. <laughs> not that busy. But we've been but busy. <laughs> when you first started touring, you know, full time, 
hundreds of days a year. Did you find it harder to form lasting relationships or did your relationships start to fray, start to fall apart? It's like a lot of people, they they start to actually have their career take off and then their personal life collapses at the same time. It is a tough thing for relationships in any phase you're in, I feel. For me personally, honestly, I was just as a young teenager into adulthood, I was running away from something anyway. So right. I had tough times anyway to get close to. But I, I feel like I broke that cycle and uh, just found the right person to do that. After talking to the guys in Milky Chance, I had to step back for a second and realize how lucky I was to find a partner in my wife, Taylor, who supports this crazy journey that we're on making music all around the world. It's not easy, but I think the music is always worth it. Okay, here they are, Milky Chance. Okay, wait a second. This song, Stolen Dance, it's been like this little drop of joy that I can put into my bloodstream whenever I'm feeling low. And I get to talk to them about it. Okay, I'm gonna stop nerding out. Here's Milky Chance. I want you by my side So that I never feel alone again They've always been so kind But now they brought you away from me I hope they didn't get your mind Your heart is too strong Back the time they have stolen from us. When when you first started laying down, you know, beats and sounds for a song like Stolen Dance, right? You guys were students that had been playing music together. Um, you know, you were in a jazz group. Could you ever imagine that you uh, would be playing? <laughs> Red Rocks and, and all over the world like this? Was it something that you had as a distant hope or was it um, just a total pipe dream? Like if we could just get people to listen to this one song, we'll go from there. We didn't even know what Red Rocks is. Yeah, I was, I was about to say the same thing. When we recorded the first album and we didn't even know Red Rocks was existing. <laughs> so um, yeah, that came them <laughs> you know and yeah it was but it was all yeah a big surprise i mean yeah that all happened very quick but all kind of by accident how does a song like stolen dance get formed first is it the guitar part the beats and then your voice like how, how does it start piece by piece i mean yeah we do we do a lot of songwriting with guitars i mean that's where we both come from but also like and we tried out a lot of things and um, I think that was like the most fun part of it, you know, like you jump in with the guitar riff or like on the piano or like a bass or a synth can, you know, whatever feels good and refreshing.
I mean, you could always have the jazz quintet flown tones, you know, come back together and open for Milky Chance. Like, would that be super weird? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that's what Robbie Williams does. Uh, I don't know if that's a name to you because he's yeah, not yeah. big in the US. He's big in, in Europe. And I went to his show and uh, his opening support is himself with a DJ, <laughs> which I, I found very funny. Um, so no, I like the idea. I mean, I started listening to you guys um, by accident. I think you were one of those discoveries on like Pandora, something that I normally probably wouldn't be tuned into, you know, this sort of mixture of dance music, folk music, reggae, jazz from two guys in Germany. I'm like, why would I be into this? But I think it's because one of my favorite things um, is when people take electronic music and marry it with, you know, actual songwriting and and uh, guitar playing real musicianship, you know, not nothing against mm. completely digital albums. But as a, you know, folk musician myself, I love bands like mm. Wilco or uh, as a band called Granddaddy that I love that can bring both opposing forces together you know a lot of times we feel like the digital world and the acoustic world are at war with each other like they can never be um mm. on the same stage and i think you guys have really um stuck with that in a beautiful way you know throughout your um your different records yeah the new record living in a haze uh, is coming out and it's um got some really cool collaborations uh, a favorite of mine uh, was the track history of yesterday featuring charlotte uh, Cardine, who's from Quebec, towards the back of this record, there's some really nice kind of love songs, or you could say breakup songs. There's like a touch of revenge you can feel in this one. You know, I can't wait mm -hmm. to see you cry. Trying to figure out like, was our love like a complete joke to you? You know, like when you break up with someone and you're so hurt that everything is said out loud. Mm. It's like that. I don't know if you watch the show Succession on HBO that just finished, but there's this no. just devastating scene where Tom and Shiv just <laughs> unload on each other on this balcony about everything that they hate about the other person, you know? <laughs> and they love each other so much, but they want to cut each other to the heart. Yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit about that history of yesterday with uh, Charlotte. Yeah, that was actually uh, really cool that we got together because we were just, you know, we were big fans of hers and uh, we told her that simply on Instagram, how you do it these days. And she responded yeah. and was like, uh, same with you guys. And we were like, okay, that's great. Let's get together then. And uh, that's what we did. She came over to Berlin and yeah, we had a session. And um, yeah, actually it was really that history of yesterday, uh, that simple kind of expression that we started off because we just felt it was a strong kind of, I don't know. Sometimes it starts with like little things, either phonetically or like they just kind of like open up uh, a huge or a big part of ideas. And uh, it was that one. And then, yeah, we kind of like, you know, got into the to the flow of like speaking about what you just said, like when breakups uh, can also get kind of dirty and frustrating and you kind of like need to unload that because, yeah, we've been there, you know, we all been there. We just really felt it. Ooh, have you ever noticed that I went on it? 
with you Busted a lap, now I'm free falling And I'm still falling back to you But I never wanted to I hope you had a real good time Making me lose my mind Are you saying that we're history of yesterday? Now you tell all your friends it was bad anyway Why don't you just tell them it was all just a joke It was never love I just can't wait to see you cry That one sequence is pretty devastating when you said that you think you're so special because you're living in pain and there's a reason why every everyone you touch goes insane <laughs> you know yeah 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 no for sure i mean i can really uh remember in the session where we like kind of the same thing like when we, when we came up with those lines we were like laughing about the evilness in it but kind of like yes. also because we kind of like we're like remembering like yeah sometimes it can really be so like ah uh, when you like when you like little yeah. kids being like, ah, I hate you. Ah. Yeah, and you told yeah. your friends it was all bad anyway. You know, it's like this entire yeah, like um, removal of sentiment. Like we loved each other and now we're trying to destroy each other, you know. Exactly. And that's the worst feeling toxic. at the end. It's the worst uh -huh. feeling at the end where everyone else is talking about it behind your back. Also, like, I, I really like that line when they're like, now you go and tell your friends uh it was nothing anyway you know like right when like during the the relationship it's obviously you carry the heart on your tongue and everything you know you you, you picture all these beautiful things and then when the breakup comes you can't like tell other people like oh yeah that was nothing we didn't really love each other anyway like that's also a very classic thing that happens i feel totally. i mean like the more the more you open up to someone and you can really hurt each other and i think it's also part of the game to maintain any relationship it doesn't help to be gone for a while Hey there, I am Johnny Christ from Avenge Sevenfold, and I've got a podcast called Drinks with Johnny you're going to want to check out. I sit down with a bunch of different people from all different walks of life, from professional wrestlers to actors, comedians, fighters, musicians, everything in between. I'm just looking to make some friends and have a good time doing it. So if that sounds like something you're into, go check out Drinks with Johnny, streaming everywhere now. Bowie, Dylan, Marley. You've heard the names and maybe you've heard their songs, but what about the stories behind the records that made titans of music like these so universally loved and important? Join me, Josh Adam Myers, host of The 500, as each week I go through a different album from Rolling Stone Magazine's 500 Greatest Albums list from 2012 with an incredible lineup of comedians, actors, and musicians talking about how the music has impacted their lives. New episodes of The 500 come out every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. The title track of the new record, Living in a Haze, I think definitely points towards this dance music as um, sort of this escape hatch, this like 
springboard to freedom, which I think is really beautiful. You know, the the idea, I think mm. one of you mentioned that there's this phrase in German that like you can find that place where you don't give up. The beats that you have on this are very heavy, you know, and you can go back to that line. It's like, I should be dancing. I should be dancing the night away, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not saying I am dancing. It's like you're, you're yearning for that moment where you are free and you're not chained down by the realities of life, of fatherhood, of relationships, of money, of the pressures to create. You know, when you guys get to a point like you where you've had billions of, of listens from people around the world, you have obligations to a lot of people, right? You have to make sure people show up at Red Rocks or you're not going to go back to Red Rocks, you know? Mm. Um, and it's almost like that music, that beat is the button you can press to have it all go away that it's just the music is that sort of a you know a, a philosophy that this record is guided by i mean that song for sure i think the album shows more even more like layers of us as musicians and personalities right. but this song i mean that was a beautiful wrap-up <laughs> of uh, that song that we picked that as a title track because we kind of felt though what you were saying i guess would what what counts for the whole album is that music in general is as you said a force to like move physically but also mentally because right. you always need to you know keep moving and uh, as long as like it keeps you going somewhere and like not gets you stuck and yeah like it's just a force of like towards positivity and uh, progress and process and i think that's what it kind of stands for I'm gonna wear my favorite color tonight Oh my I'm gonna shake it like the thunder tonight Oh my I wish I was a disco boy, disco boy Moving like I'm paranoid, paranoid I wish I was a disco boy, disco boy I should be dancing What is a disco boy specifically? Is it like the guy who's on the dance floor that is just totally in it, like totally feeling it? Like, is that is there a certain yeah. German phrase that like makes yeah, someone yeah. a disco I mean, boy? <laughs> I feel like it can be what you said. Like, um, oh, that's why I used that expression one of like the Steh auf mention, which to me, like a disco boy can be like someone actually being in the disco, dancing the shit out of himself. Yeah. But it could also be just someone on the streets dancing, or it could be a kid in his living room, you know, like it could be, right. it could be anything that like, when you like get in the moment of like shaking it off, like whatever bothers you, whatever drags you down and you, you get to like be in the state of like, whatever, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move. And sometimes you, you, you're not actually there, but you wish you would be, which right. is like, I guess also part of being a disco boy, like having the urge, but not being able to in the moment. When you guys are on stage in a particularly perfect environment, right? Let's just say the crowd is dancing with you. Do you feel like you go into a flow state? Like you're almost 
not in your bodies like you're you are the music is there a point where you merge with the music yeah it sounds very very much cheesy but i love i love it <laughs> no i mean, I mean but it really is like it that is. yeah i mean that is i would say that that yeah that would be like the perfect stage moment you know of course it is not like that all the time but i, I would say if we have that feeling at least once within the 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 show that's good you know when you're totally just like when you're just like really in it and like yeah there's nothing else just that like really being in that moment it's like right? it's like it's like falling in love every night in a way right that high and you kind of have this this exactly. great part in in that song purple tiger you know where you're like take me to your dreamland when you create a different universe you know at a milky chance show it's like it allows people to forget everything in a way and just go mm. into that you know that dreamland kissed by the sun as you said in that song it, it is really i think special because i guess we all know when we like listen to it or like when you listen to it like your show and you dance and you're in that moment but i feel like it's even especially like being for people as a band and we are up there and we are doing our craft and that craft becomes a vehicle to set that power free what you're saying that right. everybody can you know it feels very powerful it feels very powerful to to be a part of that creation that is setting that free you know it's crazy i mean obviously it's a craft so like you play an instrument you're technically able to do what you're doing but then like there's this like last five percent mm. or whatever percentage you want to give it that you can't really tell what it is that makes right to unlock this like door to what you're saying to like freedom to like let's all enter there and like be one with the music you know what i'm saying it's crazy <laughs> back uh, to the sad necessary album one more time you know flash junk mind is one of my favorite tracks of yours and i guess you you, you do mention that the red hot chili peppers are an influence but the idea of you know when we were young we felt like this like that's a, a really cool thing about a song it becomes really its own and it can tell you even though you were the one kind of like bringing it to life, it can tell you a lot 10 years later still, yeah. where it can still basically like, yeah, it has its sort of own life.
feel I almost feel some sometimes like years later we or you have a better idea of what bigger than your intention maybe that you had when you wrote writing it also because yeah. we're more writing about like it's more about intuition and like moods and feelings less mm -hmm. like particular things or like concepts so it's kind of like feels crazy when like yeah like that song for example 10 years later feels like it speaks to you on a clearer it tells you something that you haven't even thought of back then which is crazy where do you see yourselves 20 years from now like what would be your dream scenario 2050 yeah right? no 2040 if the world still exists <laughs> as we know it <laughs> yeah i mean you can think Where about it like, in a very scary way uh, also i think like if we you know if we can keep music as one of our main things to do that would be nice still having fun with it still creating 20 more kids <laughs> 10 more albums yeah <laughs> like Something if there like was that. if there was a, a dream tour with any two stars that you could be on the road with mm. each of you have to pick one who would it be like a tour together with like yeah. another artist milky chance and bruce springsteen and sting <laughs> i don't know something crazy what would it what would it be something crazy uh, i mean what would we choose life to me like stromai was like one of the best experiences so like pairing up with him would be a dream why not stromai is cool and then maybe something uh, like exotic I would love to have some hip hop vibes, like I don't know, Tyler or Chance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like more like 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 a good mixture would be nice. I'd love to see you guys do some more stuff with uh Batumata Diorama, I think is her name. She's from Mali. Diorama, Flicker yeah. in the dark. That was a really cool collaboration. How did that come together? Um yeah, same thing. We just reached out uh, to her Instagram. Just telling her that we admire her and that we would love to get together and do something. And she was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, easy as that. I mean, lucky, luckily, easy as that. And yeah, that was really cool. Very inspiring, uh, inspiring voice singing in her mother tongue. Also mm. gives it a very special color. Yeah, also great instrumentalist. Just telling by her voice messages that we got from her yeah. uh, during the creative process. Uh, you can tell that she's a very special and humble and sweet person.
Well, that line, you know, the doors that we're going to walk through, you know, in that song, it reminds me of how these songs, especially with artists that I've never heard of, maybe can be like portals, right? I went down the rabbit hole of her music after I saw her on this track. And um, I love music from Molly, especially no matter how smart you are about knowing all the current artists and all the people who are rising in different countries. There's just an endless amount of artists that need that light shined on them. And uh, you, you know, it's like this refrain of this song, you know, I'm going to shine that light on you. Um, mm. And it's like this conversation you guys are having across the, the sea with each other, which is really, mm -hmm. really beautiful. Um, have you guys toured in Africa at all? Only South, like South Africa. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's it so far. But we would love to do more, especially also North, North and West. I would love that. What is the most insane travel week that you've ever had? I mean, you guys obviously go internationally all the time, but has there ever been that day where you're like, I don't know if I can physically do this today? <laughs> oh, heck yeah. I mean, on tour already. We were noticing today that we're going to play eight shows in a row by now. And then, you know, things come in and out. Like, I don't know, a bus breaks down and you have to take the train and or like I remember we also had like in the US, like on the last like couple of years ago, we were in New York, we flew to Atlanta, we played a festival and we flew to the West Coast and played a late night like like event there. So like right. in one day we crossed the country and played two shows, which messes with your head a little bit. Yeah. And your body for sure. Um yep. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. sometimes, you know, traveling, the travel can be very intense on tour. And um, for sure, it's uh, the biggest challenge to stay mentally and physically, like, healthy. There was another interesting uh, collaboration you did um, with Ladysmith Black Mombazo, uh, Eden's House, which is on uh, the 2019 record, Mind the Moon. I would love to see that in person. I'm not sure if it ever happened live, but... but have you guys ever had a, a choir behind you at, at shows? Uh, we just started with like having back singers for like a TV show in Germany, which was exciting. Yeah. Um, but we, I mean, we sang in a choir when we were in high school. So singing with or in a choir is definitely something very um, home for us and very familiar. So for sure, we were talking about it also with Ladysmith from Black Mambazo. Uh, whenever we're going to go back to South Africa, we're 100% going to try to get together and do it live. For sure there's nothing more i mean on the record it's beautiful and i love how it turned out but there's nothing about the power and like 
when you're like in the room or like you hear those voices in person. It's kind of the same with the moon or something and you try to take a picture of it. Yeah. It will never yeah. catch the actual beauty. You know what I'm yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm What did your parents do when you were growing up? Or did you come from any musical families yourselves or was it sort of a total departure? Uh, yeah, not a total departure. I, I mean, some sort, I mean, Clement's parents like had good music taste. I mean, my parents, my mom mm. did, my dad did not. Mine are like coming from, you know, doctor and my mom is a nurse and Clement's father was a garden or is a gardener. And his mom is a, how do you call it in English? Like IT programming yeah. stuff. So, yeah. so not, yeah. I mean, we were the only ones doing music, like really doing music in our right. families, you can say. But yeah. I mean, my they, mom played the guitar and she wanted to actually, but she wasn't yeah. given the opportunity when she was young. You know, she can't, she comes from the times where like, I want to do music. Yeah. And parents are like, no. Do something so she she right. she gave you the opportunity that's right she brought she, she broke the circle i'm forever thankful for that did your high school classmates or teachers ever come to your shows and be like i can't believe these guys are actually doing this like because it's like you know when you play a band in high school right i mean we, mm. i was in a punk band you know in chicago you know you're playing bars you're playing the talent show it's like this little moment in time where like, oh yeah, eventually you'll do something serious with your life. You know, <laughs> you'll, mm. you'll stop that kind of mm. uh, silliness. And then some of us just keep going. And then some people, it resonates with a whole lot of people, which is really beautiful. Do you see folks from mm. your past at your shows? Is it kind of a funny uh, situation? For sure. Yeah, Teachers, friends, family, you know, it's, it's uh, very beautiful. Most of the time, I think like 95% it's nice encounters and people are very sweet and like, it's lovely to share old memories. Right. There was just one teacher who gave me a shit <laughs> for yeah. like, because she was like, I guess she, it was just like, she was kind of frustrated about not having an actual career as a musician. And then she was a music teacher and she taught me music yeah. and she was thinking she was actually thinking that she taught me songwriting because she like kind of like we didn't really even do it in the, <laughs> in the music class there. but like literally years after she comes up to me in a club in like our hometown while we're partying and she's telling me you're such a motherfucker to not mention me in interviews for like being the teacher who taught you songwriting and i'm like wow this is fucked. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, that like jealousy and like anger. 
speaking out of her, probably. Is there a show on this tour that you're most looking forward to? Obviously, Red Rocks is coming up, but is is there a, a show that you are really excited for most? I'm really looking forward to play Santa Barbara Bowl. I oh, yeah. yeah. I love Santa Barbara because I also spent a lot of time there, but um, it's a great venue. Um, I've seen really nice shows there. And yeah. I, I mean, we just played uh, the Pier 17 in New York, which was amazing, really. Uh, I didn't know about the venue, but it's such yeah. a sick venue with the greatest view. And um, yeah, so, but uh, yeah, really, it's it's the whole tour. It's it's so nice to be out here in summer, playing all this like outside shows, having the yeah. summer vibes, and it's a beautiful time and great venues. Now, this is going to be a question that I'll finish with. Um, because I know you guys are, are busy and I really appreciate you uh, jumping on here. Um, for those of us who are playing uh, less glorious venues, can you remember the most awkward, horrifying, terrible show where you wondered if you should actually continue <coughs> making sorry. music? I remember, okay, I mean, there's been some awkward shows for sure. I don't think we remember all of them. But I re- I remember one show uh, that felt pretty awkward. Uh, actually, was uh, actually last year on a European tour. But then we had one we had one show in uh, I think it was don't Belgium. say where Clemens. Ah, oh, come on. Where was it? I know what you're talking about. It was in Luxembourg. Ah, oh, yeah, Luxembourg. Classic. Yeah, Luxembourg. that was a little. That felt a little weird. I mean, that's just like funny because when you like get into a pub and everybody's still smashed and you like have to play. But I like that kind of awkwardness. But once there was like really, we played like a, I don't know where it was, but like some sort of like day, summer festival thing. And people were smashed, but like not in a very like, let's say comfortable way. Uh, And they started throwing shit at us. Like, but like actual like, metal statues and they threw them pretty hard and i got one in my stomach and one like flew by antonio's face so if he would have hit the face that would have actually been really shit so (laughs) that really felt like okay this is fucked and i was like i was up there thinking where was this i don't really want to i don't want to really play when like that shit is happening yeah it's dangerous uh i don't i don't i uh i honestly don't remember where it was (laughs) <laughs> because through, I, I would not have a problem to play him that shit. But um, no, I, I literally don't remember. I just remember it was somewhere in the US. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you that's know. something that is uh, not feeling good when you like really just want to have a good time and share music and then drunk or not, like, you know, like when it becomes like violent, that's just, that doesn't have space as well. I really, uh, I love the music that you guys create, and I think it's it's unique. It's it's really, um, it's again something that I wouldn't normally be super into, and I've just been kind of a big fan from the beginning. And uh, you know, you. every every new thing that comes out is, um, I get excited when I see it. You know, so that's great. Um, nice. Is there one song on the record that? you're most proud of that you'd like to share to take us out 
Um, that that's the toughest question. All right, let's frame it this way. Let's say that Germany, the United States, Russia, <laughs> let's say they all come together and they're like, hey, we want Milky Chance to play the first ever show on the International Space Station. All right. <laughs> What's the song that you're opening with in space? <laughs> I would we, take we Purple play, uh, because it has Frequency of Love. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah that's actually love. It's a nice awesome. one. Let's do that because that really, I can see you. Like, there's a little moon reference. Being as well. in a gravity space. Yeah. <clears throat> where, yeah, where I feel like we could really, like, all just, like, you know, like, fly around. <laughs> While singing that song, that would be kind of funny. It almost it almost sounds That's like that song one. has a has accordion. I think it's probably synthesizer, but it sounds almost like this uh, this accordion around a campfire mm. sound, which I really love. Yeah, <laughs> it was your eyes that taught me how to see. It was the feeling of being free, just like playing music on the moon. Mm. All right, yeah. boys. Well, thanks so much. Exactly. Have a great tour. <laughs> Don't lose your voice. You, I know it's hard. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Keep it up. And yeah, maybe we see each other at Santa Barbara. Yeah, I'll I'll try to. I definitely want to see if I can come out to Santa Barbara. All right, guys. Later. Sweet. Sounds good, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. It was the feeling of being free. Coming back no matter where you go. Off they go. Big thanks to Milky Chance, that's Clemens and Philip. Uh, they got on the line from their tour bus, and I was very grateful to talk to them. Been a big fan for a long time. MilkyChance.net is the website, and Living in a Haze is that beautiful new record. Uh, I was just coming out of my haze from a European tour. Sorry we didn't have a new episode last week. But uh, you might have heard that the lead singer of Smash Mouth, uh, he passed away this week, and we had two episodes uh, talking about the history of Smash Mouth that just came out. Please check that if you can. And uh, as always, we are written, produced, and edited by yours truly, Z Lupitan, on the Osiris Network. We'll see you soon. I'm Daniela Clark. I'm Barbara Ann Wild. And we are The Honest AF Show. Our podcast is real, honest conversation with our celebrity friends and pros. Covering our anything but average rock and roll lifestyles. All while tackling the hell that is aging and the battle of beauty. Oh yeah, nothing is off the table. The Honest AF Show is available wherever you get your podcasts.